Welcome to Just Hair Me Out, a podcast about love, life, and hair. I'm Barbara. I've spent over 38,000 hours coloring hair. Hi, I'm Demetra, and I've spent over 1,000 weeks with scissors in my hands. With 50 clients a week in our chairs and 22 years on our feet, doing hair is not our hobby, it's our hustle. We've navigated salon politics and then opened salon suites of our own in 2020. We choose dogs over kids, skinny marks over beer, and we've only fired three clients. Each. Each. Hey everyone, welcome back. Hope you all had a chance to subscribe, like, thumbs up, go to your Instagram, your Facebooks, your whatever platform you choose to listen to our podcast. And today we are going to follow up with keratin treatments. Yes. So if you didn't listen to last week's episode, Hair 101, this is a a perfect follow up to that one. So as we were discussing, keratin treatments are a semi-permanent process for smoothing the hair. So as you shampoo, it will slowly, your hair will revert back to normal slowly over however long you shampoo. Now, I wanted to talk about real quick the different types. I just wanted to read off. There are so many different brands now of keratin treatments. Uh, One of the most popular is called Brazilian Blowout. There's Keratin Complex. There's Coppola Keratin. There's GK, which is Global Keratin. So these are all professional brands, but I feel like the marketing for Brazilian Blowout is on another level. (laughs) So first of all, some people get really confused with like Brazilian Keratin treatment. Oh, I think that was another brand too, BKT. It always oh, reminded really? me of the serial killer, like BTK. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. You're Which right. is like, BT- yeah, BTK. Anyway. I think he was a California killer, right? For yeah, a long time. that was a bad one. Then, that was a bad one. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> that yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's scary. Anyhow, uh, yeah. Brazilian keratin treatment. So uh, they did originate in Brazil. That's why they call them that. Um, but there, it's also really hilarious how often people con- confuse, even to this day, a Brazilian keratin treatment with a Brazilian wax, which is <laughs> waxing your downstairs, people. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm sure everyone knows this. So um, Brazilian a keratin treatment is a Brazilian treatment. A Brazilian treatment is either a hair treatment or a wax removal treatment. Are you following me? Mm-hmm. And then these keratin treatments have gotten kind of a bad rap as far as the chemicals. So what is okay for in the United States is uh, it can contain 2 to 3% of formalin or something that is like formalin and aldehyde of sorts. So one thing that's really crazy is that Brazilian Blowout, the brand, has started marketing that they didn't have any formaldehyde in their bottles. And Um, that's a really, really sneaky way of getting around the issue because formaldehyde is the gas. So the liquid does not contain the gas formaldehyde, but it contains an aldehyde that when heated up releases gas that is formaldehyde. So there are issues to this as far as like, if you're wanting to be like super natural with your routine, I am not a supernatural person because I sling chemicals for a living. But 
Um, oh, also, people have gotten keratin treatments in Brazil, and they always say they're stronger and better. There's also been accidental deaths in Brazil over this, but they have like up to 30% aldehyde in their solutions. 30%? Not... Yes. So if you get in a hot shower and there's steam coming up, you could be like ingesting or, or breathing in the formaldehyde. Anyhow, wow. Okay. The reason that I think today's regulated keratin treatments are not that big a deal is because it is so infrequent that you're inhaling it and people like Demetra and I, I don't know about you. I tend to schedule them accordingly. So I don't do more than one in one day because otherwise you're constantly breathing it in. Um, and it's not that much more formaldehyde than you would find in like nail polish and whatnot. I know there's a trend where they're starting to make a lot of nail polishes without formaldehyde, but they have a much longer shelf life if, if you do. Right. I mean, that's actually a big difference because I know the Brazilian now on the bottle, it actually says 1% formaldehyde in the actual ingredient. Um, That's good. On the actual bottle. But 1% is nothing in comparison to 30% if that's what they're actually using and that's legal over there um, just for the clients who freak out over that 1%. But I also do want to say the all smoothing, which they market that as no formaldehyde but they have aldehyde. Now, what people need to know, it actually doesn't turn into formaldehyde gases until it reaches over 800 degrees, okay? Now, if you put anything over 450 on your hair, people, it's gonna fry and cinch off. So in that respect, that is not formaldehyde. Yes, you're getting a derivative of formaldehyde, which is aldehyde, um, which is a lesser of the gases, okay? But just to kind of make that clear what the difference is between like the all smoothing keratin and one like the Brazilian. We're just using these as examples, you know, so people understand like that actually has 1%. This has aldehyde in order for that gas of aldehyde to turn, it has to reach a temperature of 800 degrees, which is not going to happen while doing the treatment. So if you want something with the least amount that might have the least amount, but it might not get your hair as smooth as something that does have, again, you know, the high amount. Yeah, the higher. So amounts. a keratin treatment at like a thirty percent would really look like a Japanese straightener. Mm-hmm. I mean, it really would, and it lasts quite a while. But it's not worth the risks, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, and for inquiring minds, keratin treatments. The two main things are the formalin and the keratin. So keratin is what your hair is made of. This liquid has keratin in it fills in all the little cracks in the hair strand and then you seal down that cuticle and it is going to be shiny, easier to dry, faster to dry, all these things that are so desirable. The keratin alone will do that, but as soon as you wash your hair, it would all come out. That's why you need something like formalin to seal it in. It's it's kind of like a top coat. Mm -hmm. Um, Like if you put nail polish on without top coat. Right. Your polish just chips away immediately, right? Yes. So um, any of the keratin, uh, well, it's, it's become such a buzzword and now they're making a lot of, and now they're making a lot of products for at home that have keratin in them and they will make your hair feel great. And I do like a lot of them. Some of them will last for a couple of shampoos, which is awesome, but that's why, that's what you're getting in keratin infused products is you're not getting anything that will 
seal it in and make it last for more than one or two shampoos. Mm -hmm. I also wanted to touch base that there's also um, a lot of different keratin products out there um, that they promote as keratin uh, treatments, but they're really not. They're actually keratin infused treatments. They're actually really like a relaxer. And like, if you listen to our last episode that Barbara and I had talked about, they're as permanent and semi-permanent. So the difference is when you're doing a keratin before color, and then you have to color your hair afterwards, know for sure that that is a keratin infused product. Cause a lot of my clients will ask me, you know, um, well, what's the difference? I, you know, why is it that you're doing the keratin after the color? Well, it's cause if you're doing it and it's pure keratin, you're just sealing the cuticle, sealing the color in afterwards. If you're doing these so-called uh, other lines that are keratin treatments and you have to do the keratin before the color, it's kind of like a relaxer, which is also damaging. So you have to be really careful if you're highlighting your hair and trying to use those products because it will break your hair off. Okay, you're using a relaxer on the hair and then you're coloring it afterwards. And the reason why you have to do that is because they're kind of using this keratin and when they're sealing that bond back down, they infuse it with keratin to help repair it to a certain degree. Okay, and then you have to get your hair color. So I just want clients to know that's the difference, you know, so don't get it confused. Not all keratin treatments are the same. Make sure you ask, you know, the proper questions, you know, to the professional and know the difference of why you're getting one, um, you know, and, and even if you don't do color, if you just do keratin treatments on its own, you should still know, you know, what product line that you're using and, and why. Absolutely. And yeah. a lot of people ask me if they're getting a, a keratin or a keratin express if they do it before or after color. And it is uh, with the professional ones that we do in the salon, you always do the keratin after. And mm -hmm. it is really for the integrity of the process, not for the damage of your hair or anything. So keratin treatments themselves are actually pretty good for your hair. Mm -hmm. And they're, rep they're reparative. They're not going to cause damage. Yes. It's just that if you yeah. were to get a keratin treatment, and then go color it later, like within, I don't know, a few days or something. It's the color is lifting up that cuticle again to expose the cortex. And when doing so, it will let out the keratin. So you're kind of undoing what you just paid for. Right. So that's why they say, like, if you cannot get your keratin right after color, just wait two weeks before getting color done again. So that this way, the least amount of keratin is being released out of the yes. hair. Exactly. Thank right. you. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now, I want to tell you about um, when the Brazilian blowout was becoming a big deal first. And was this like 10, 15 years ago? About, Probably 15. I, I was almost 15 years now is when I started doing them about 15 years ago. Um, actually, maybe longer. Anyway, I worked at a hair salon. They didn't do anything except hair. And someone made an appointment new to the salon. I had never met her. And they asked her to go put a smock on. So a lot of these salons, I mean, all of them I've worked at, they give you like a, what do you call that? The material, the cape or, or smock. I'm sorry. It's oh, almost it's, like a robe that you put yeah, over your like clothes. Yeah, like a very light, like a rayon type of yeah. material. So it protects yeah. your clothes and or if you're wearing a really expensive top, you want to take off your top if you're getting hair color or, you know, even if you're wearing a, 
a shirt with a collar and you're getting a haircut, they want that gone for the sake of um, how they're doing your haircut. Um, so in which case you can take off your shirt and put it in the, we put them in the back and then you just wear this, this robe thing while you're in the salon. And so they told this girl to go change and put on um, a robe and she came out and I noticed she didn't have her jeans on anymore. And I went up to her and I, you know, nice to meet you. I'm Barbara. I'm going to do your keratin treatment for you today. And what happened to your pants, by the way? No. <laughs> she, and I like pointed to a chair that was like right there, you know, like in front of everybody. And she was like, just right here. She thought she was getting a Brazilian wax. Wait, what? She thought she was getting a Brazilian wax, not a Brazilian treatment. So she had taken off all her clothes to get a wax. Oh, the, okay. Well, there goes why she got rid of the pants. Okay. Huh. So when you get a keratin smoothing treatment for your hair, you keep yes. your pants on, okay? Right. <laughs> I love it. Keep we have pants to watch. on, ladies. We got to watch Demetra. Mm. Keep your pants on. Keep your pants on, ladies. <laughs> well, that just about sums up the keratin topic. Do you have anything to add, Demetra? Uh, subscribe, follow, thumbs up. <laughs> yes. Ask any questions, message us at just hear me out podcast at gmail.com. Thank you. Thanks. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe or follow and please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Lastly, follow us on social media for clips of past and future episodes. All our accounts are listed in the show notes below. Thanks so much for listening. 